you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. All right, week seven starts tonight. Uh, there's a big game in the Big Easy, and the Jacksonville Jaguars take on the New Orleans Saints. Jags, Saints, it's Thursday Night Football. It's tonight, 8.15 p.m. Eastern on Prime Video, also available on NFL+. Plus. We are going to talk to one of the Thursday Night Football talent, the talented Kaylee Hartung. She's on the sideline for the broadcast. We will talk to her in just a little bit. Until then, good morning to our friend, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Rap sheet, let's start with that matchup. The Jacksonville Jaguars on a really tough stretch. They were in London for a long time. They're on the road for a couple of games before they hit their bye. What's going on with their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, the biggest question mark, I would say, heading into tonight's game, officially listed as questionable with a pretty slight knee sprain. Now, Trevor Lawrence and Coach Doug Peterson, member of the Porters earlier in the week, both expressed confidence that he would be able to get out there, essentially saying that if he can possibly go, then he will go. Now, he was a limited participant in practice. But my understanding is C.J. Beathard, his backup, got most of the reps this week in a walkthrough. It wasn't a real practice before a Thursday night game. Just basically a walkthrough, but C.J. Beathard took most of those snaps. They also promoted Nathan Rourke from the practice squad as a little added insurance. That said, the team does believe that there's a good chance Trevor Lawrence goes tonight. Just want to be sure he is able to play and to protect himself. Meanwhile, the Chicago Bears seem to be going forward without Justin Fields this week. Has a dislocated thumb. Tyson Bagent is the backup quarterback. I would expect him to start at least this week. No surgery for Justin Fields. That is a good sign. But really, it's going to go forward on how well can he actually grip a football. Because if you're a quarterback, gripping a football, a somewhat important thing. So that is another one we will continue to track. And then a big-time game for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dolphins this week. Uh, they may not, we'll see what happens, but they may not have a couple of their best players. Devontae Smith, one of their star receivers, dealing with a hamstring injury. He did not practice yesterday, at least one to watch and to monitor. And then Lane Johnson, their all-pro tackle, dealing with a lateral ankle sprain. I would say if it were most people, I'd be telling you guys, hey, do not expect him to play one or two weeks, maybe a little more. This is Lane Johnson. He's a little different. So I would never, ever, ever rule him out. There's been plenty of times when I thought there's no chance he would play, and he still played, so we will continue to track this one this week. He built different, Lane Johnson. He got that dog in him, if you're sure saying, rap sheet. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, huge matchup on Sunday Night Football. I just had to clarify with Peter. Can NBC flex? Are we flexing already? He said yes, but why would you ever give this game up? This game is a thing of beauty. Schedule is good this week, but you got to wait till Sunday night for this one. It's Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins taking on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Both teams 5-1. and one. Both teams have some doubters amongst them. Yesterday, Mike McDaniel was addressing the media, and here was his Mike McDaniel version of pushback to all those who call Tua Tagovailoa a system quarterback. How dare you? 
about to push, Tua is a little about different. About to push this podium over. Um, <laughs> my my answer to that would would be who the f cares because it's it, there's it is a team we're we're working together and I know one thing um, I've coached stuff a long time I haven't seen um, people do what our guys do. The collective okay. group. The collective group. I want to see him push the podium over, though. This is going to be a fun one. What has you the most hype about this Dolphins-Eagles game on Sunday night, Peter? you got to wait the whole day. I'm going to go back to what Ian Rapport was saying about Lane Johnson. Okay. If you weren't watching a second ago, he was talking about how Lane's got a bad ankle injury. And 99% of the players, he would say, this guy's going to be out. But he has questioned Lane Johnson's toughness before. And Lane Johnson finds a way to go. Is that not symbolic of like what the Eagles are? Just tough gritty everyone else can't do it but we can you think about the, the the brotherly shove you think about the way that they've overcome the odds you dog mask the way they play with dog masks dog like mask. that even in even in Rappaport's injury report screams eagles football is what we're about they're gonna be wearing the kelly greens mm-hmm. they're gonna be at home and you better believe they cannot wait to see this razzle dazzle fancy fun Dolphins Lamborghini offense. Lamborghini. Here it goes. We've got the tough, mean, nasty, you know, spit on the ground and then let's go just put on our chin straps and go play versus razzle dazzle coach with uh, product glasses and a Gucci watch who's been in a lab working on it like a science experiment how he's going to make it work this is speed versus power this is luxury versus blue collar this is everything you want in different types of makeups with a team when in the bottom of the line the truth of the matter Sirianni runs a really innovative offense Yeah, Vic Fangio runs a pretty tough defense. <laughs> Never mind all of, that. You got a lot of dogs on that on that the, the, Never the mind Detroit, that. The, uh, yeah. that Miami defensive line. Also, uh, it, it's really fun when you get these matchups of two very different types of teams, and it might be media narratives, but I think we look at the Dolphins as this fun, flashy, exciting, sunny weather, speed, speed, speed. Let's just put a lot of points. And you think of the Eagles as like nasty. <laughs> Work six days a week, and on Sunday, I just happen to play football and kick some butt. Like, that's what they come across as. Uh, lunch pail versus the Prada bag. Like, I'm here for it. Ooh. And it's this matchup where it's these two teams with very different narratives. Someone has to come out on top. Like, do you envision the Dolphins walking in Sunday night into that nasty stadium and doing all their tricks and their motion? They're going to try. Sure. Are the Eagles be able to stop them? And then on the other end, do the Dolphins listen to this, how tough and how, how strong and, and in the trenches no one's back and just kind of quiver in the back? Mm-hmm. No, the Dolphins are going to bring it too. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for this one. I think it might be not only the matchup of the week, it might be the matchup of the season thus far. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love the image you're giving. People in Philly, it's cold outside. You're waiting outside for the bus stop, freezing cold to go to work, and everybody in Miami in a Speedo on the beach on South Beach <laughs> having Peter a great has time. it as Gucci versus Carhartt, I think. That's I what know. it is. is there you go. Very I good. like the Carhartt phone. There you go. The whole night. It's right. super warm. Uh, I look at this game and I look at the two quarterbacks and how they're always going to be tethered together. And somehow you look at you go back to their college days where Jalen Hurts is. Yeah, yeah. Tua comes in. And Jamie, you were there. SEC, Mm -hmm. like you got to see that bond and that relationship. And I heard Nick Saban say they said there's never been a time that he had guys at the same position have the relationship and compete, but also love one another the way Tua and Jalen did in college. So I look at that and then you go to the draft. Obviously, Jalen had to leave and go to Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma. One goes five, the other one goes 53. You fast forward to last season. Jalen Hurts is a guy that has the MVP-like season. He gets paid in the offseason. Tua goes through injuries. Now this season... Jalen Hurts is the one we're like, all right, he's thrown seven interceptions. We're questioning this Eagles offense. It looks flat, just inconsistent. And here, like you said, Peter, this Miami offense is just unbelievable. We're putting them up. We're talking about them historically. I just can't. I'm fascinated by these two guys to see kind of their journeys and how they've gotten to this point where here we are in week seven of the season. And you just said this might be one of the best matchups in the entire season this year. These guys were college teammates. I think that's awesome. That's fascinating to say, all right, we can be on campus together as young teenagers and dream about where we're going to take our careers and to see it come into fruition and watch these guys be leaders of their team to both be doubted. We started this show last summer. I remember doing a segment of who had more pressure, Tua Tungavailoa or Jalen Hurts, of whether they were going to be their franchise quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about this as a premier matchup mm -hmm. with these two guys who sat in the same meeting room for multiple years. So I'm just fascinated to watch them too. Hell yeah, and Tua's been better this year. Like yeah. He has been a better quarterback, especially recently. I think this is the biggest game of Tua's career, and I think that's incredible. You know, he had some early stuff early on when he was getting pulled out of games and kind of fighting for his mortality. And then a couple of years ago, they had a late game against the Titans. But I think this is the biggest one. National television at Philly, everybody's watching, and I love that for him. Um, there's a there's a haters guide to the Dolphins, which says. They haven't really played anybody, you know. The one good team they played was the Bills, and they they beat them. I think that's such BS. They're like, look, I'm sorry that the Panthers suck. We put 42 <laughs> points on them. What do you want us to do? The Denver Broncos are terrible. We scored 70 on them. We're beating the hell out of these teams. We can only pick – well, this team they picked – this week they picked a really, really good team. And the Tua thing is like, if you go there, Philly, and afterwards you're doing the post-game interview, and as Peter puts it, you know, the, the Ferrari beats the pickup truck, and Tua's standing there, then it's like – Oh my God, this is the full arrival. The Dolphins are not just a really good team, they're a sensation. They also usher in the Philly loses two games in a row uh, conversations, which are all kinds of fun. I think it's the biggest game of Tua's career, and I, I think we've all been rooting for Tua just because we like him as a guy and the backstory and everything. I think it'd be fascinating if he wins this game, what it means for Philly, what it means for Miami. I don't care who they've played. They've destroyed the crappy teams. If they win this game going away, like they are the team. Like It's them and the AFC and then kind of everybody else. I'm excited for it. I'm also like a little nuance of this. I'm very excited for Christian Wilkins versus the Tush Push. Oh. Like that, that's deep in the weeds. Like, yeah. what is that? Explain maniac that to the viewer. Do? Because I think we well, know the Tush know Push. Wilkins. Christian Wilkins is a defensive tackle, who's a very good player, but is about that uh, after the whistle life or in the scrum life. And so if he feels like I need to do something to will my team to stop them or send a message, he's never afraid to do that. He's not your conventional defensive tackle. Like, he's a wild one. So if they come right at him on the first drive of the game, and here it comes, fourth and short, it comes hurts, I have no idea what he might do. But I think everything's on the table. Oh, the, 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 <laughs> push, the pushing <laughs> of the you. tush could continue after the whistle if Christian Maybe so. Maybe there's a tush push back. Yes. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, it might be a grab of something Or just else a straight-up shove job. Hard. Yes. <laughs> that is, that, there could be a lot. I, yeah. Christian, I, I want something out of you. I'm not saying to break a rule or anything, but no. like, just be you, baby. Just be you. Don't, don't let them on your watch come right into your gap. You know what I'm saying? Do something. I, it is. I just want to circle back to Jason. To Jason's point. It is remarkable, these two quarterbacks mm -hmm. and the mental fortitude that we've seen them have in the NFL. The stuff that Tua has gone through, waiting his turn and trying to get paid. The stuff that Jalen went through. But I, it, I, I rem I'm reminded of when they were 19 and 20 years old. And that man on the right wearing the number two jersey was 26 and two as a starter wearing that jersey. And he gets benched for the guy on the left. And frankly, the entire season, 
before he got benched, everyone's watching practice at Alabama, watching Tua take the practice team reps, going, yeah, but look at that guy. Yeah, but when are we going to see that guy? And then they had to wait until the second half of the game, and then they had to watch Tua all season long. And so for Saban, who, by the way, has 12 players playing in this game mm-hmm. on Sunday mm-hmm. night, of all of the players that Nick Saban has coached Alabama, 12, a dozen of them as were going to be playing in As much as I respect that, Kirby Smart has 14 Four. guys on defense. <laughs> and the one defense, the one huddle. That's it. The one yeah, huddle. Incredible. Yeah, the entire defense just is starting. Um, those two are awesome. Yeah. And like they, they are forever bonded, and it's so easy to put them against each other, and they just won't let it happen. Oh. But you saw Tua firsthand. His mental fortitude is impressive. Oh, I love Tua. And he didn't buy into any of those things. And you get to see players and systems and coaches, it goes such a long way. We watched him underflow, and now we see him in Mike McDaniel, the yeah. confidence, his ability. It's just been fun to see. Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, teammates as well on yes. those teams. Yeah. They'll be going up against each other. He's a ridiculous okay. wide receiver. Okay. That, that team, those teams were insane. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time for Throwdown Thursday. Some people's favorite time of the week. Throw out a couple topics, and we're going to throw down about it. Let's start with what should be the matchup of the week, truly. It's the 5-1 Dolphins against the 5-1 Eagles. Peter has, what do we say, is it Ferrari versus... Well, it's a Ferrari versus pickup, pickup truck. Yeah. It's Prada versus Carhartt. That's right. Yes, there we go. Exactly. Dolphins, fancy in South Beach. Yep. And Philly, well, it's Philly. Philly. Yes. Uh, who do you think has more on their shoulders? This is a conversation we've had before, but it's different for it's Sunday different. Night Football. Is it Tua Tagovailoa, Jason, or is it Jalen Going into this game, I'm definitely going I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. He's coming off a game against the New York Jets on the roll where he threw three interceptions. An interception at the end of the game that kind of lost in the game when he threw that one to Tony Adams. Two is a guy right now that we're watching play the best football of his career. He's throwing the ball to either Tyree Hill on one side, Jalen Wall on the other. He's handing it off to Moster, and it seems like all of these guys just seem to be the best at their position where you're looking at this Eagle team, and Peter, you said earlier, don't know whether Devontae Smith is going to be able to go. They just signed Julio Jones. Who knows where he's going to be at? Hasn't played football in a while. Obviously, A.J. Brown has been going off the last few games, but this is an offense where we're saying, all right, what are the Eagles, what is the thing that they're going to run? Is it going to be handing the ball to DeAndre Smith? Is it going to be on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts? I look at this game, Sunday Night Football, primetime, two of Jalen Hurts. I think more is on Jalen Hurts' shoulders to be able to bounce back from the performance we saw last week. I think it's interesting that, you know, the last time we did this hype into a game, it was the Bills game, and the Bills were able to take care of business. Mm, and the Dolphins, we were like, ah, back to the drawing board. Well, then since then, they've rattled up points against the Giants and the Panthers, and those are not exactly Titans of the league. And now you have the Eagles in Philly. I'm going to say it's Tua. I still think there are questions about uh, whether or not Tua can win the big one in the NFL. Now, we know he did it in college, but can he get the big one? This is in Philly. 
against a nasty defensive line. I would imagine Jalen Carter's back. You're looking at Jordan Davis in the eyes. You're looking at Hassan Reddick. And for all the flash and sizzle that the Dolphins have done and how much Mike McDaniel has lit up the league, this is a different deal. Sunday night, it's Tariqo and Collinsworth on the call. It's under the lights. It's the whole country watching. Not everyone watched what the Dolphins did against the Panthers last week. Not everyone has seen mm-hmm. what the Dolphins did against the Giants a couple of weeks ago. I think it's Tua. I think it would be really cool for Tua to have a, a, a national big game moment where he silenced a lot of doubters, as many doubters that still exist, despite the fact they are one of the most prolific offenses mm-hmm. of all time. I think it's Tua, too. I said earlier, I think it's the biggest game of his career, just mm-hmm. in his pro career. Certainly the most high-profile game. I think if the Eagles win and Hurts plays okay, there's, there's almost a sense of relief in Philadelphia. Oh, we're okay, I think. If the Dolphins win, it's... Like it is big time in the stakes. All the positive stuff. They win this game. It's a sensation. It's the number one story. It's the number one topic. I think that's a big responsibility. I think he can handle it, but I think it's on Tua. I think the home team looms large here. If this game was being played in Miami, it would feel a little bit more equal, but the Philadelphia thing at home is a real mm-hmm. deal. Now we will talk to Amazon Prime's TNF sideline reporter, Kaylee Hartung. Joining the show, Kaylee, I don't know if we have to catch up last year. Is this your first time with us here on Good Morning Football? What's up, girl? It is. I'm so excited. I watch you guys every morning. I'm not even kidding. I said this to Jason whenever I met him a few weeks ago. I was like, I feel like I know you. Uh, You're up there on the table with all my (laughs) friends. So it's awesome to see you guys. I'm so glad to be with you. You too. Kaylee, the last time we saw each other was at the Final Four in New Orleans. We were hugging it out, and we were hoping that we would both get back to the NFL, and that was the March before you and I both got back to the NFL last season. So just a joy to see you on the screen today. Uh, And here I am in New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. That was such a fun time. I was so happy to see you. I always love seeing you on the sidelines, Jamie. You looked like you were having more fun than anybody in London, um, but it was it was awesome to see you at that Final Four in New Orleans, as we all know, is always a good time. The best. Kaylee, that's why they send me out in the field. Who has the more fun at football games? Not Nobody except for me. Uh, let's talk Jags. I saw them in London. They are coming into New Orleans off of three straight wins. The big question, though, is Trevor Lawrence's health. Have you heard anything in your meetings and your prep whatnot leading up to the game? And if he's a game time, how, how are you handling this from the sideline perspective? Yeah, so, I mean, just like Rapshi was reporting you guys, there's a lot of optimism that he's going to play. I think one of the big issues here is that Trevor Lawrence has never dealt with a knee injury like this before. So he described the situation to us as one in which it's not so much like a problem of pain. It's more that it's just uncomfortable. So I think pregame warmups are going to be a really important time uh, as he tests this out, you know, as he tries to cut, as he tries to throw off platform, you know, do those sort of things that he wasn't doing this week because it is a short week, you know, so they weren't practicing full speed. There were only walkthroughs and he didn't want to put too much pressure on it. So yes, there's a lot of optimism that he is going to play. I personally will be shocked if we don't see him go for it. Um, but like I said, it is just uncharted territory. And when you have so many weapons on this offense, you know, it's one of those situations for me where I love the the concept of a surprise going into a post-game interview, right? This is one of those games where you can't really plan for who that playmaker is going to be if the Jags win, right? Is it going to be Christian Kirk? Is it going to be Travis Etienne? Uh, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones is out, or... I mean, Jaguar man, if that could be my post game, hey, I think you guys would be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> yes. if, if, if you spot Jaguar man, talk there, about we it. Need a, bring him down to the sideline or yep. her, and we need an interview. And hopefully they speak, and we'll be fired up to see that. So many weapons for the Jags on offense, but also for the Saints, there are a ton of weapons as well. And it's been a little bit of an up and down season, but they're right in the thick of it, sitting at 
three and three to be able to win this division. Derek Carr was brought over. He has Olave, has Kamara, has Michael Thomas back there. What does Carr need to do to get this offense going in week seven? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a team where just a few little details were taken care of. Their record could be very different. That's certainly how they feel. And we were just talking about Trevor Lawrence's injury. Let's not forget Derek Carr's. It was, what, not even four weeks ago that he left that game in Green Bay with the injury to his throwing shoulder, and he hasn't missed a start. I think him battling through this, the guys have noticed that, right? He's still new to this team, regardless of 10 years in the league. He's new to this team. and, And Michael Thomas told me yesterday, we see that. You know, we see how committed he is to this team. And it makes us want to fight harder for him. Um, so they've moved the ball well at times, right? But they can't score in the red zone. They can't get into the end zone. So some of those little details, of course, need to be cleaned up. We saw the, the real frustration, I think, come out of this team after that disappointing loss on Sunday to Houston. And that was such a tale of two weeks when you compare that to the energy that they had coming out of that shutout against the Patriots. So from everything I've heard, they're trying to channel that frustration and that emotion to make positive change. Um, Enough is enough is sort of the sentiment in this locker room. And, you know, they, 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 like, they have a lot of playmakers like you just ran through there. So uh, I I think the key though, is that they're facing a defense who's leading the NFL in takeaways. So it's going to be a challenge, but I'm, I'll, I'll put myself in the the optimistic category that the frustration is being channeled in the right way to make the difference. All right. It's so awesome having you on the show. We watch you guys on Amazon mm-hmm. every Thursday night. And what I'm most jealous about is it's not only you, Al, and Kirk Herbstreet. You got the whole pregame crew also. And you guys are like a traveling band going city oh, yeah. to city. And from what it seems, you all seem to love hanging out with each other. I saw this on yours and Richard Sherman's Instagram that you guys all flew from Kansas City to Seattle to celebrate the opening of Richard Sherman's restaurant this yes. weekend. That is not a necessity, but clearly you guys are that tight and you roll that deep. I just got to ask, do you guys hang with Al Michaels too? Like, what is it like so Al Come Michaels? Now. We love Al Michaels. Kaylee, take us into the, the week-to-week <laughs> experience rolling with Al Michaels into an NFL city. Who doesn't love Al Michaels? Let me tell you guys, my mom met Al Michaels for the first time last night, and they are in love. I mean, the man is just (laughs) the best. (laughs) I wish I had the picture of them that I took last night uh, to show you right now. But, you know, I've been lucky to work a lot of different places. And what I always say is the people is what makes each experience so special. And that is 100% true. I have never, all respect to all the fun I've had with everyone I've worked with anywhere else, but I have never had as much fun with a group of people as we have at Amazon. It's really special. And I think what's been interesting, you know, is guys like Andrew Whitworth and Richard Sherman and Ryan Fitzpatrick, they'd never worked in television before they're used to coming from their locker rooms and having that camaraderie but i think we've all tried to make sure they understand it's special what we have here and it's not this way everywhere so yes al loves to hang out we figured that out last year we did a preseason game in houston we're back at the hotel after the game and everybody just migrates right into the bar and the bartender kind of does a last call and everybody's like, yeah, we yeah. should probably, you know, we're still feeling each other out. We should probably shut it down. And then Al goes, well, and then that time with OJ and Carissa and I are like, can we have yeah. bottles? Here we go. Uh, how many, we're, we're not going anywhere. Uh, but Al, Al, I think, uh, really enjoys this crew as well. And, uh, you know, when he's kind enough to help us out with transportation home uh, back to LA, it's especially mm. appreciated. And yeah. for the record, we invited him to Seattle, and I thought there was a chance 
he would say yes, but he was uh-huh, the first uh-huh. to be checking in on us and seeing how it went and getting all the, getting all the scoop from how it went down that night. But, um, we were so happy to be there to support Richard. He and Cam opened this bar. I mean, if you're in Seattle in the Bellevue area, the place is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Legion sports bar. Uh, you get the reference, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> Al had an 11 a.m. tea time at Riviera, so I don't think it. he yeah. was going to be going <laughs> to any Seattle Bel Air. sports. Bel yeah. We know Bel Air. Sorry, Bel Air. Sorry, yeah. just insulted the, the man. Right? Oh, right. Kelly is so true. Al Michael should have a bar called Last Call. You just tell stories all night. Uh, Kelly, yes. you hit all the right notes ahead of the game tonight, and your crew. It is all about the people, but Doctor Doors, Mr. Brad Nessler, would like a word about you saying that this is the best mm-hmm. group he's ever been around. Ooh, Coming up, looking my love. I know. Looking for some fantasy advice ahead of week seven. It's our fantasy insider, Adam Rank, and he's joining us to share his secrets. What has he seen out on the street? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The golden ticket! Of the waiver wire, if you will. I don't have one here on the lot, but this is why you need to pay attention. I say run along. Find yourself a new running back. There's plenty out there. They want to run. Run, they want to run. That is the question, Kyle. To start and not to start. Electric Factory, here we go. Now, we all know all about Taylor and Travis and all they've been going through. Um, but we're not interested in love connections. We're interested in touchdown connections. Who's getting in the end zone this weekend? All things fantasy football. We always go to the only man we know with all the secrets, all the inside scoop. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Rank, good morning. How are you? I am doing wonderful, Kyle. How are you? So good and so interested to hear your information as you sit there at the big desk at the pulse of news. Let's start with those pretty boys who usually make the front page. The quarterbacks. Give us the quarterback who have been making fantasy headlines this weekend, Mr. Rank. Sam Howell is more than just a pretty face, and we love him this week. Going up against the New York Giants. Now, there are reports that he's been estranged from his top, one of his top wide receivers, Johan Dotson. That's been a little bit of uh, a little bit of a bummer, but he's been living his best life with Terry McLaurin. He scored 18 fantasy points in four of his last five games. He's going to be hitting the streets of New York City, or at least New Jersey. So get him into your lineup as a streamer this week. Hoboken is beautiful this time of year. Uh, Adam, we need the lowdown on the running back position. There's a handful of backs who are banged up this week. Who would you lean on uh, that would be making some headlines on his very own in Week 7? I'm going to say Zach Evans. You know, uh, in a town like Los Angeles, you can be yesterday's news so quickly. And while everybody was rushing to the box office to see Kyron Williams run the football, we're now going to the Los Angeles Rams streaming service with Zach Evans. And the one thing that you know, the Rams have 
Uh, they they have they they they're eighth in the NFL in rushing yards per game, and I know that they love to, to pass the football, but they are going to have a great matchup against the Steelers, who've allowed the fourth most rushing yards this okay, season. Okay. So Zach Evans is our pick this week. Just like Travis Kelsey, we here are looking for a catch, someone who may help us get a much-needed win in fantasy. So I ask you, my friend, who do you like at wide receiver this week? Well, I'm going to go with Rasheed Rice. I don't, I don't like the news that Patrick okay. Holmes might be restarting his fling with uh, Miko Hartman. But we love Rasheed Rice. You know, it's one of those things like we can't get a Travis Kelsey, but sometimes not getting the cast that you want is okay. Like when Brad Pitt. He was supposed to be an almost famous. They went with Billy Cudron as Russell Hammond. That worked out pretty well. That's why we're going with She Rice this week. He has led the Chiefs wide receivers in points five out of the last six weeks, despite the fact that he's only played 38% of the snaps. We see a bigger role for him in this one. So we love Rasheed Rice. We love him too, but tight ends have been a hot commodity in the news recently. Give us a tight end who will be making more catches than headlines this week. Well, you know what? We love Michael Meyer in this one. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, he's started to uh, get more snaps for the Las Vegas Raiders. And as his snaps have increased, his point production has increased. So for anybody who needs to stream a tight end, Dalton Schultz has been a, a big star this year. He's going to be out. There's a number of big tight, big name tight ends out. So Michael Meyer, not the guy from Halloween, the guy from the Las Vegas Raiders. He's going to be a great pick this week. He's got the Bears, and then he's got the Lions and the Jets. All of those are favorable matchups. So Sam Howell is our quarterback streamer of choice. Zach Evans, we hope, is going to be the guy. The Rams have brought in a lot of people, but we're hopeful that it's going to be Zach Evans, Rasheed Rice. A great matchup against the Chargers. We're very generous to opposing uh, wide receivers and, of course, Michael Meyer. And I know Peter was on Michael Ooh. Meyer earlier in the week, too, weren't made you, our, Made our Fab Five rookies. He had an yeah. awesome game. Highest targets, yards, catches. Michael Meyer is part of the offense. Love you, Rank. If you were a classic rock jam, you'd be Fever Dog by Stillwater, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much for holding it down. That is Adam Rank, Electric Factory, like I said. Fever Dog! <laughs> Fever Dog! Thank you, Rank. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Rake. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.